0: In the heart of ancient Rome, where empires rose and fell, where gladiators battled for honor and fame, there was a lesser known tradition, one that whispered of the dead and the mysteries of the afterlife. Today, we'll delve deep into Lemuria or Lemurialia, the Roman festival of ghosts, Rome's very own Halloween. The bustling streets of Rome. Known for its grand coliseums and intricate aqueducts, held a secret every May as spring flowers blossomed and markets thrived. A chill would descend upon its citizens, not from the weather, but from the spectral visitors of Lemuria. In the heart of spring, as the Roman world bloomed with life, there was a stark contrast that took place over the three distinct nights on the 9th, 11th, and 13th of May. Unlike the many Roman festivals that celebrated victories, deities, or seasonal changes, Lemuria, was shrouded in an aura of mysticism. It was not marked by the joyous feasts or jubilant parades. Instead, it was a period dedicated to rituals and appeasement. The very name, Lumires, conjures an image of restlessness. These spirits, deeply rooted in Roman folklore, were the souls of the deceased who, for one reason or another, had not found peace in the afterlife. They were neither malevolent nor benevolent, but were believed to be trapped between worlds, seeking closure or perhaps retribution. And as Lumeria approached, Roman households braced themselves. It was said that these restless spirits would emerge from the hidden corners of the world, from the dusky alleyways to the quiet, moonlit courtyards, making their presence felt especially in the homes they once inhabited. The air would grow cold, the silence deeper, and families would gather, hoping their rituals would protect them from the malefic intent of the Lumires and guide these spirits toward eternal rest. The way of protecting the household from these wandering spirits fell upon the shoulders of the Patefamilias, the senior male figure in the pillar of the Roman home. The role wasn't just about leadership or provision, it encompassed spiritual guardianship, especially during these unsettling nights of Lumeria. As darkness deepened and the world outside grew still, the Patefamilias would prepare for his crucial role. Stripping himself of footwear, symbolic of humility and a deep connection to the earth, he would tread the cold floors of his home. His bare feet would remind him of the vulnerability of the living in the face of the unknown. Each step was a testament to his commitment to his family and ancestors. Then, as the clock heralded the arrival of midnight, the moment would come. With a palpable tension in the air and a heart burdening with responsibility, he would take a handful of black beans. These beans, dark and unassuming, were more than just seeds. They were symbols of life and death, tokens of exchange between the worlds of the living and the spirits. As he chanted ancient words passed down through generations, words that echoed with power and reverence, he would toss the beans over his shoulder. Hayek I send these, with these beans I redeem me and mine. Nine times he repeats this. Ghosts of my fathers and ancestors be gone, the rest of the household chants. It was a gesture of offering, a plea to the Lemurians. In accepting these symbolic souls, the spirits were entreated to find solace and release, freeing the living from their haunting presence and allowing the departed to find their eternal rest. While the ritual of the black bean and chants held significant importance, the Romans, known for their meticulous nature and reverence for traditions, left no stone unturned in ensuring the safety of their households. In fact, as the night of Lemuria unfolded, a cacophony of sounds would rise and fall across the vast cityscape. Imagine, if you will, the deep, resonating clang of bronze, echoing through the winding alleyways and bustling markets now silent in the night. Families, in their own homes, would take to their bronze utensils, striking them with fervor. This wasn't just noise, for noise' sake. To the Romans, the metallic sound waves were believed to disrupt the eternal presence of the spirits, pushing them away with each forceful clang. It was as if the entire city was alive, pulsating in the rhythmic dance of defense against the unseen." And then there were the amulets. These weren't mere trinkets or decorative pieces. Crafted with care and often passed down through generations, these protective charms bore intricate designs and inscriptions. Some featured powerful symbols, while others had incantations written in minute detail, worn around the neck or placed strategically in homes. These amulets served as barriers, protective wards that shielded the living from any malevolent intentions of the nocturnal spirits. They were tangible reminders of the age-old battle between the realms of the living and the spectral, a testament to mankind's enduring need to seek protection from the mysteries of the unknown. The Knights of Lumiria, though steeped in tradition and reverence, were undeniably tense. But as with all things, they too had to come to an end. Picture the city of Rome after a night of ritual and vigilant defenses, awaiting the first rays of dawn with bated breath. The darkness that had blanketed the city would slowly give way, replaced with soft golden hues of early morning. As the sun's first light broke over the Roman horizon, it brought with it more than just the promise of a new day. It signified the culmination of Lemuria, the retreat of the restless Lemures, and the triumphant endurance of the living. The collective atmosphere of the city shifted palpably, from the grand villas of the patricians to the humble abodes of the Plebeians. A communal sigh of relief swept through Rome. The nights of vigilance and apprehension were finally behind them. But the Romans, ever thorough in their practices, didn't just return to their daily lives immediately, Ritualistic cleansing followed the nights of defense. Fresh spring water, symbolic of purity and renewal, were fetched from the city's famed aqueducts and fountains. The water was then used to cleanse homes, doorways, and even individuals. Splashing and sprinkling the water not only washed away any lingering spiritual residue, but also symbolized the rejuvenation of the household, ready to face the challenges of the days ahead. Thus, with the homes purified and spirits appeased, the city of Rome gracefully transitioned from the spectral embrace of Lemuria, back to the bustling, vibrant metropolis that was the heart of an empire. Today, while our Halloween traditions seem far removed from ancient Rome, the essence remains, the line between the living and the dead. The need to remember and to protect has always been part of our shared human experience. Join us next time as we journey further into the past, uncovering the rituals, traditions, and stories that shaped civilizations. Until then, remember that every shadow holds a story, and every tradition, a tale of times gone by. This has been Histor Institute. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.